0: All right, ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. And this is a podcast brought to you by Purposeful Living, Inc., which is a nonprofit organization that serves women just like you and like me. Uh, and we are here with a, our guest speaker today, our, our guest woman of honor, is um, Brittany Landrum. And Brittany is a woman in our community. She's also one of our sponsors. And I'm super excited to have her you on Brittany, but I'm even more excited about the topic for today, which is speaking life and the power of our words. So welcome Ms. Brittany. Hello. I'm so excited for today. Yes, me too. And so we, we felt like this topic was so important and Brittany, why don't you just kind of kick us off? Like why do you feel this topic is so important and just tell me kind of what led us to, and what led you uh, to this topic?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If we're going to be completely transparent, I think we had another game plan set for today. Um, but God said, no, absolutely not. And as always, he walks before us. And if we are listening, he's always speaking to us, um, through other people. If we, you know, if we're willing to listen, and that's one thing in the last, you know, three to five years that I've really started to do is, never stop listening and never stop looking to go that next level. And with that, for me personally, it's been to kind of recognize some areas that I could learn in and I could grow in. And not that long ago, I had a conversation that changed. What I believe will change my entire life, but not only mine, um, I believe it's going to change every single person that listens to this. I think it will change my kids' lives, my husband's life. Um, but because of that, anyone they touch and impact, I think it will change. It's like a, it's a domino effect, like a ripple effect that changes everything.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. So tell me more. Tell me, tell me, first of all, how were you led to this? And you don't have to go into too many details, but like, and what have some experiences, like why does speaking life matter?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like you could always look back at your childhood and you could see things that may have happened or may have been said that now that you're older, you're like, Oh my goodness, that may have changed you know, how I respond to people that may have changed how I acknowledge people that may change how I speak to people. And sometimes I don't think you do it in a way to cause harm. You think you're helping. You think you're serving that person. You think you are giving them, um, words of wisdom, but what you don't realize is you may actually be knocking them further down or what really has been brought to my attention is people start showing up how you tell them that they are and who they're showing up as. Wow. Yes.
0: Yes. So like what I speak over my child, this is how he's going to show up. So if I'm telling him he's crazy or if I'm telling him he's a bad kid, or if I'm telling him he's going to show up like a bad kid because I'm telling him how I want him to show up.
1: Absolutely. And so here's one thing that I've really, really recognized is the more I talk about the things I want to change, the more of that thing I started getting, you know, and it, I'm probably going to throw out some um, silly little sayings, but they're so, so true. And it's like where your focus goes, your energy flows. And sometimes I was so determined and so focused on making sure my husband did this differently or my son or daughter did this differently, that I would always point out what they were doing wrong. And almost to a point where I continued to only talk about that, not the
0: areas that they were really thriving in. Got it, it's like pointing out the flaws. It's like, oh, I think I'm helping you, so let me point out all the flaws. But what I don't, I don't realize in doing that is I'm actually speaking um, criticism. Yes. Speaking negatively.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And you know, this Bible verse that was brought up today was Proverbs 15 4, and it says, Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And it's like, our words bring life or they can crush the spirit. And it matters. It matters what we speak over our husbands, it matters what we speak over our coworkers, it matters what we speak over our children. It matters what we speak over our experiences. Like it, it matters. Yeah, it matters so much. And you know,
1: just a a silly little example, have you ever had an interaction with someone and the day's going just perfect and then something happens and maybe they make a slip up and you almost sit in that for so long that it changes the path of the entire day Yep. because you're so hung up on that moment that at that point you can't even receive the blessings of the day because you're still stuck on what went wrong in the morning. And so that is some major things that I even realized. And what I'm excited to talk to you guys about today is it's not even things that I have figured out. It's things that I believe God brought to me to change my life so that I could change so many people's lives. But number one, I had to admit that like, I have some work to do and I'm excited to do the work with you guys.
0: Yes. Yes. We all have work to do, girl. We all have work to do. So one of the examples I I want you to share with, with the ladies here is about your daughter and what you would have done in the past and how you've kind of shifted, um, and what the reaction was. I'd love to hear, or even your son, whichever, but I, I thought you had some really great stories. Yeah, it's so crazy. So I had this conversation just a little over a
1: week ago. Um, and the crazy part was when I was having this conversation in this mastermind group, Um, Another girl was getting, being coached. We were all hearing this lady's ideas and tips and this book and the words and how to, um, see yourself and how God calls you and what God tells you to speak life into other people. And I started to see some areas that I desperately needed to change for myself. And so what I realized was, is I was in that mastermind group. What I thought was to be support for someone else. No, I was about to be coached myself. And one of the areas is, and I kind of have to go back a backstory a little bit, but when I, so that you guys can understand and maybe relate with me and maybe pinpoint point an area that you can change forever. And that was, you know, when I was little, I was known as the one that had an attitude. I was known as the one that pouted all the time, the one that crossed your arms and no one could ever talk to. But what was crazy is now that didn't come from my mom and dad, but it came from a lot of other people around me. What was crazy was that wasn't the reality of how I felt in my heart. To be honest, I was shy. I was nervous and I didn't know how to respond. But when you start showing up to family functions or cookouts or all these things with family and friends, and they're the first ones to say, Oh, wonder how long it's going to take before Brittany does this or before Brittany does that. It was easier to just start showing up as that Brittany. And to be very, very honest, I showed up as her probably until my thirties. And it was, it was just like, it was easier. People thought I was, you couldn't approach me very well. And it was come, I was shy. I was reserved. What I didn't realize is I had to started reflecting that on my children. Mm. But here was the crazy thing. It was in the opposite way. Since my kids both have been very little, I have a soon to be 11 year old and a little girl that just turned four. They were the opposite strangers would stop us and say, your child is amazing. Your child is beautiful. Your child is full of personality. I'm talking men and women would stop us. Someone stopped us at Disney world one time and said, Hey, we don't have children, but your son's personality in the lobby has just caught. Can we give him $20? We saw that he has a necklace. Can he go buy some pins? Okay. It gives me chills to say this, but I remember them handing us, the money and me saying back, but if you only saw him at home and how he acts. So here I was, I was getting a compliment and I thought I had to defend with something negative. Right. After you hear it for so long, you will start showing up like that. And I did it with my daughter as well. Yep, That's so true. Now, to get to the crazy story that happened after I had this conversation that I believe changed my entire life forever, which will now change so many other people's lives, is that I was told that by speaking those words over them, even if I thought I was joking sometimes. Now, sometimes I wasn't joking, right? As a parent, as a wife, as someone that is dealing with a loved one that is doing something that you don't like. You think by calling out their weaknesses or acknowledging them all the time that you are helping them. I'm telling you right now, you are hurting them. Okay. My favorite part about life is we are all one decision away from changing the trajectory of your life. Say that again. I need you to say that again. You are one decision. One decision. Yep. From changing the trajectory of your life forever. That is powerful.
0: That gives us. That just reminds me of the power of our choices.
1: Yes. So stuck. Yep. So I'm giving you permission right now to stop showing up as the person that you are now, if you are blaming yourself for some things that have happened or that are happening.
0: Wow.
1: Yep. Okay. But through this. You have to decide, okay, who do you want to start showing up as? For me, I want to start showing up as the wife that not only leads the way. And I understand that a lot of people say, well, the man's supposed to lead the home. And I'm not saying that I lead the home. But what I'm saying is through growing, sometimes as a wife, I can point out like, don't you want to do this? Don't you want to do these things? Why aren't you doing what I'm doing? not realizing that then he's going to continue showing up by the things that I'm pointing out that are not how I want them.
0: Wow. That's okay. Yes, ma'am.
1: So I had this conversation with these group of ladies, you know, that, like I said, I'm supposed to be just there listening, but here I am, I'm taking it all in. And I will say we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And I, I will say one of my strengths is I have no problem calling myself out now. That can be good and that can be bad. Yes, it can. The good news is, is that I can acknowledge areas that I need to work on. The bad news is I could sit there and tell myself all the things that I'm doing wrong. Okay. What I want to challenge you guys today is, you know, maybe look at a list, maybe make a list of things that you would like to change. But this 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 was the tip that I got and it's changed everything. When you think about who you want to become, things that you want to change, think about them for three seconds and let it go. Okay. Don't think about them for any longer because here's what our mind does. Our mind either, mind starts telling ourselves that that's going to be a lot of work to become that person. Okay. There's no way that's going to happen because I am dot, dot, dot. Or there's no way I'll be able to help that person because they are dot dot dot. And then all of a sudden you have construed this whole story that hasn't even happened yet, Mm -hmm. but you're telling yourself why you cannot get there. The advice that I was given, if you know where you want to go, it is not your job to write the chapters between the beginning and the end. The Lord already has this figured out. You just have to keep
0: moving your feet and do the best you can. That's right. We just have to do the next right thing. That's so good. That's so good. Okay. So I really want to hear the story about your daughter because I just think this is so cool.
1: Yeah. So it was within like an hour or two after I had had this conversation and I decided, you know, I'm someone that naturally has to have this perfect plan and I'm like, Let me wait till I have the calendar. Let me wait until I make a list. Let me wait until I have all these things. No. One thing that I finally realized is when you have a decision, you have five seconds to make a difference, right? Just go do it. Don't overanalyze it. So I thought I'm going to start this today. And so, you know, I was sitting in a rocking chair and I was reading this book that I've been reading and she comes and she says to me, I love my brother. And the, original mother and Brittany would have said well if you love him then why are you or you know why are you always mean to him why are you always arguing with him why are you always picking him or stealing his stuff and hiding it under your bed I would have acknowledged everything that she does by the way dress- I love that she does all these things I just think it's so cute <laughs> exactly right but I would have acknowledged everything that she does that I don't love and I caught myself I said but why don't And I stopped and I thought, Brittany, you made yourself a promise. You're changing. You're changing this. I said, I know you do. I love when you guys are playing together and you guys start giggling so hard. I said, it makes me giggle. I said, I love that. You are such a kind friend. I love that. You are so nice to everyone and you make such good choices. I said, that's the Zella that I love being around. The crazy part guys was, is that we were sitting on the rocking chairs on our front porch and they're very close to our house. And she stood down off that rocking chair and she like puffs her chest up and she gets this biggest smile on her face and she touches the bricks, the stones on our home. And she said, do you want to know who bought this house? You did mom. She said, do you want to know who the boss is? you are mom. And she had the biggest smile on her face. And although I can't understand why she decided to tell me that I bought the house and that I'm the boss. But what I realized was is she was hyping me up just like I had been hyping her up. And here's what I noticed. Had I gone straight into all the things that she does wrong, I believe that would have made her spiral just like it normally does into making those bad decisions. It's almost like we remind them that they make bad decisions sometimes. Yep. yep. That's good. Um, and at the end, I'd like to share my son's story because I feel like it's a little bit more impactful. It's not so funny. Um, but I can share that at the end too.
0: Okay. Well actually, I mean, we can flow right to it cause I want to kind of shift gears to some other things like practical steps. Yeah. So with my
1: son, um, And just so everyone knows I have, he's a little older. So I've had this honest conversation with him and I actually sat him on the bed that night that I had this conversation and I apologized to him. I told him that I was sorry that I had made some choices and I had been saying some things that I didn't realize that may or may not have been changing the path of his life. And what's crazy is he said, mom, it's not your fault. And I said, okay. But I just needed to say, sorry, because your life is about to change forever. I said, I cannot wait to see what you become and the things that you do. Now that was later after we had this little story. So it was about 45 minutes after this had just happened with Zella. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna put it to test with my son. He had walked into my office and he said, I'm going to go to a friend's house. And I said, no, buddy, you can't go to a friend's house. I said, we have to run some errands. We need to grab dinner and we're going to Mammal and Papals. And he lost his mind. He said, I don't want to run errands. I want to hang out with my friends. You know, it just kind of like a normal 10 year old reaction to running errands and doing all that stuff. He kind of got an attitude and I will, I'm going to call myself out here because I believe that maybe someone hearing that, um, I'm perfectly imperfect. I normally would have gotten out of my chair. I wouldn't have physically touched him, but I would have made sure that he heard me and I would have told him how hard I work so that he has the things he has. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sick and tired of him acting like this. And I may have even used little words like I'm tired of you being a jerk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm tired of you acting like a punk sometimes cause this is ridiculous. Okay. Instead, I said, Oh, my Tyler doesn't act like this. And he kind of looked at me weird and he said, I don't care. And he walked out the front door and he kind of slammed it behind him. And he sat in the rocking chair that I was just in 45 minutes prior. And I looked out the window and I said, I didn't ask that you cared. I asked you to come here. So he walks back in the room and he's standing in front of my desk. And I said, honey, my Tyler doesn't act like this. You don't act like this. I said, here's the deal. I said, we need to run errands because Hobby Lobby is closed on Sundays and this is the only night mom has free to decorate our coffee bar. So I explained to him why I needed to run those errands, right? I explained to him that we were going to go grab dinner and then we were going to go to Mammal Pebbles and swim. And he looked at me dead in the eyes and as his bottom lip is quivering. And he said to me, why are you being so nice to me? And what's funny is my son and I have a really, really good relationship. I was a single mom for a very long time and him and I are like best friends. But what I realized was that's not the response he's used to getting when he acts out. The response he's used to getting is almost like an adult temper tantrum as well. Right. So no wonder, no wonder he always meets my response with the response he gives me. And what I can tell you is I just kept that going and just in the amount of time that I've been making these small switches and speaking life into my babies, the things we've had to do for like discipline, like timeouts and things like this, it's almost like they've gone away because they're now just responding
0: who I tell them that they are. Incredible. That's incredible because you choose to speak life. And I think that's, that's, so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. As I'm listening to these stories, Brittany, and I'm listening about the, to the impact that this has had on your children. I'm thinking about the impact that these things have had on me personally, of what people have spoken over me throughout my whole life and how it's impacted me. It makes me wonder the impact that what we speak over ourselves over and over and over and over and over and over, and over, and over again, has and has had on us and how we show up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, okay, so once again, like we talked about a little bit ago, that's kind of the scary thing. Yeah. Because you are going to show up how you speak to yourself. Yes. Because it's easier to show up and say, I knew I was right, mm-hmm. versus make that list of who you want to become. And start showing up as that person. Yes. I'm going to be transparent with you. It's going to be more work. Yes. But the reward
0: will be so much better. And the reason it's work is because it's new. Right? It's like training a new muscle. It's developing a new skill. But the more we do it and the more we practice it and the more we self redirect, right? Like we're going to make mistakes and it's not going to be easy. And we're going to speak. I hate to say speak death, right? That's why I keep saying speak life versus what's the opposite, but it yeah. is. Yeah. Death. Yeah. It's speaking limitation versus speaking life and we get to choose that we that's that's the power of our words um so i love that so so what are the shifts you know what what are some practical action steps that we can take what are some challenges that we can give um the listeners that will help shift yeah the first thing i would say is
1: be willing to acknowledge that in every situation You are part of the problem.
0: I need to pause here. Because what you just said is such a powerful statement. And I believe that that can change our world. Everything that's going on in our world right now, if every single person could acknowledge that they are part of the problem, I don't think we'd have the the issues that we're having in our country and in our world right now. I really don't. We
1: wouldn't at all. And that's one thing that I had to acknowledge was, yes, there are things that happen to me, but I was part of that problem to begin with. I put myself in that situation now,
0: now, 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 the good news is you're also part of the solution. Yes. And that, that's the part that fires me up about owning your part, about taking responsibility is that gives us our power back. That's how, that's how we get our power back is by owning our part. Yep. We have, we have power over the solution. Yeah. So the first step I
1: would say is write down a list of things that you would like to change, but also write, and this is where I want you to hear me loud and clear. I want you to be very detailed in the positive, so, don't sit in the negative for too long. Yes, acknowledge that you would like X, Y, and Z to change. But if
0: it changed, what do you want it to look like? Okay, so I just want to make sure I'm clear. Yes. So, what is my part? Write down what is my part? What do I want to change? And just kind of glance over it, just kind of like an observer, not a sit in it and fester. Yes. And then the other part is write down what you want to be, who you want to be, how you want to show up. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And fester there. Spend some time there. Get detailed there. Yes. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to give you an example. This could go for
1: yourself. This could go for your relationships. This could go for your parenting. This could go working in in an office. It literally can fit into any area of your life. Okay. Now here is the big thing that I am. I want to make sure you all are listening right now. This is the hard part. You're going to have bumps in the road and you're going to have times where you're going to tell yourself, this isn't working. I promise it will. Okay. Start showing up as if you are already exactly what you wrote down as you want to be. But since we're not just talking about you, we're also talking about like maybe our kids or our spouse, or maybe it's our parent or grandparent, whoever it is that you, you can acknowledge that man, this area of my life is not how I want it because that person is acting of a way that you think like they're just, they're honestly just not doing it the right way. Okay. If you will start showing up to them, as if they are already there the response you will
0: get from them will be different what keeps coming up for me is the statement act as if Mm -hmm. act as if it already happened act as if
1: but i was prepared for this Mm -hmm. okay we have right now we're at the beginning of this new story for you and when you were writing down what you wanted certain things to look at that's the ending it is not our job to control and write those chapters. You have to continue to live, to respond, to act as if they are already showing up as the person you wanted them to be. You are, are you are already who you want yourself to be. And that's I believe that's where you will find your happiness.
0: Cause it's your true identity. Yes, what I'm hearing you say is stop acting like who the world has spoken you to be and start acting as who God says you are. Yep. Because God says we are chosen. God says we are enough. God says we are loved. God says we are valuable. God says all these things about us. And so stop acting like who your mom might've said you were or who your grandpa said you were or who the other world or who you, what you've spoken over yourself and start acting. And I love to spend time getting clear about who you want to be, which is your true identity, your truest at your core self, who God made you to be. Love that. Can I add something really quickly? Yes. I want you guys to ask
1: yourself a question. I want to give you an example of how you can see that this is true. Okay. How many of you have a friend or a loved one that when they talk about themselves, you almost giggle on the inside or not, you're not, you're not giggling because it's funny, but you're giggling. Like that's not at all who you are. That's not how I see you. Yep. You see them as powerful as the beautiful human being. They are as amazing as right. I
0: get that. Yes.
1: So why is it that we can see others a certain way, but we can't do that for ourselves? And so I want to challenge you to start seeing yourself as who God calls you to be, who God says you are, because you are those things. We don't have to question that anymore. You are those things. The only thing that's holding you back are all the lies that you're telling yourself or those chapters that you're trying to control and write. And that's when, when you try to control all of that, that's where you're going to find extra hiccups.
0: That's good. That's really good. So acting as if, um, we already are who God says we are. Um, and then I think another thing that I, that helps me at least when I'm trying to shift a habit is I play observer for a while and I just pay attention to. So when I do make a mistake, I observe it and I go, Oh, I made that mistake. Okay. I did speak Death. I did speak limitation. I did speak criticism over myself or somebody else. How could I have handled that differently next time? And then just retraining myself slowly and being gentle with myself because I am human. I am going to make mistakes. I'm so used to doing it the other way that it's not going to change overnight. And that's okay.
1: Absolutely. And not only is it not going to change overnight, you have to model the behavior that you want, mm. but the person that you're working with may not be hundred percent ready to become that person yet. But if you love them and you're, you already know the ending that you wrote, you said you wanted it. So it's already done. It's already done. And you just keep that in your heart. I believe you'll respond differently to when they don't respond the way you want
0: them to. That's beautiful. Thank you. So, ladies, I know you have a book recommendation, Brittany, that you had mentioned before. Yes, it is "The Power of Awareness." Okay. By Neville Goddard. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Um, and then the other piece is, I was blown away. So, as we were talking and preparing for this podcast and this episode. And we identified that it was the topic was speak life and the power of our words. I just did a simple Google search of what does the Bible say about the power of our words? And I was blown away by how often it is in scripture. And so I would even challenge you to do something like that and just spend some time in scripture, looking at what does God say is the power of our words. And I, I believe that will make a difference as well. And so our challenge for you ladies is to do the exercises that Brittany recommended and that came up for us today to watch when you are speaking life and when you are speaking limitation over yourself and over others. And I I, I pray that you start to truly speak life and that you allow God to use you in such a mighty way. Brittany, is there anything else that you want to wrap up with? I'm just really excited because I know
1: that, you needed to hear this the person that's listening to it thinking why in the world am i listening to it so take that nudge be excited being in touch and being willing to grow and learn and become who god called you to be isn't a bad thing it's a good thing even though it's a little hard to acknowledge that we may have some work to do but i cannot wait to hear your stories i can't wait to hear the impact and just think when we start making these small changes and it changes our husbands, it changes our children's lives, think of the people that they will touch. Yes. You, will up, you will end up impacting many more than you were even able to speak to.
0: Yes, yes. The ripple effect will be far-reaching. All right, ladies, thank you for linking arms with us today and listening to our podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We have tons more coming your way. I just want to remind you, you are loved. You are cherished. You are chosen. You are enough. And together, we can change the world. Bye, ladies. See ya.